Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Kicks and Tell. I'm Marcus Coleman. I'm Charlie Bostrom. We are two dudes making a podcast about shoes and everything in between. Uh, We are currently recording in Chicago, Illinois, in my office. That is not conducive to recording, but we're figuring out along the way. Uh, A little bit about me. I've been collecting shoes for like a really long time, probably since I was like like eight uh just i guess i quick down the list my favorite sneaker is the air jordan 4 cement like i think it's just the coolest shoe it's like when i think sneaker it's what comes to mind followed by that the air force one all white classic can't go wrong with it that's the cta that's our third special guest that's here today you're gonna hear it frequently chime in she will pop in uh fairly frequently Oh, oh, is she coming back for seconds? Yeah, she's just a bit more angry. All right. But yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll probably learn a lot more about us as the podcast goes on. Uh, Charlie, what about you? Um, so I have not been collecting sneakers for that long of a time, although uh, I've always been a bit of an enthusiast. There, there, was a, there was a long period of time where I bought a lot of Asics uh, on a Tsuka Tiger. Uh, Classic. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even think of the the... The, the colorway and the the model that I purchased offhand something something Mexico sixty six nine that's not what it's called uh, but when uh, recently I have started buying a lot of sneakers uh, just in the past year or so uh, I think my favorite sneaker I I do I was always a huge Nike fan um, so I think probably the Air Maxes like the original color the original uh, Silhouettes, so like the Air Max One and like the the nineties, yeah, um, were ones that I that always stood out to me when I was like a little kid. Uh, my my favorite pair lately uh, is are probably my ones. Like I really like my my Obsidian UNC Blue ones that I know you don't like. No, no, no. Not to go into this, like <clears throat> I just appreciate anyone's one to buy yeah. Jordan one. So. And then I really got into Adidas shoes this year too, especially with, with Boost. Oh yeah, so yeah. What, what 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 was your Adidas pickup as of recently? Uh, I did get the all black, uh, static black Yeezy three hundred and fifty version twos, uh, which are actually hard to style with clothes, if I have to say so. Is it the knit you would say, or is it the no? The shoe it's, the, it's the color. It's the color. Yeah, I've always had a hard time with black shoes actually. Okay. I would also say my my other favorite pair of shoes are my bread Jordan fours. I really I think it's like it's it's a classic. Always get compliments. It's uh, it's a solid shoe. Yeah, yeah. I think the the bread colorway on anything, on any shoe, it's the it goes the Jordan four, the Jordan eleven. And that's pretty much it. I don't want to see it on a one. I have like, a hard time with the the bread. Which one is the bread? Jordan one. You know, is it is it the uh, which one is it? You know, is yeah. it is it the Chicago ones that are mostly red with a black swoosh? Or... I always think of like if it's a bread colorway, it's the body is black, primarily black. Yeah, and the sort of accent color is red, which is why I've never really cared for it because, yeah. like you, I don't style black shoes well. Yeah, as I wear black Air Force Ones right now. <laughs> uh, all I, black Air Force Ones. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're those ones, the all-for-one the all Chicago ones. Oh, really? They came up. Yeah. Uh, I nominated my wife for this, like, community service thing because her, her basketball team is, like, super new. Mm-hmm. But 
they both coach their girls team and the girls team had been missing from the school for like years. So they, the school just didn't have a girls basketball team? They just didn't. And so since, I guess since my wife started teaching at that school in CPS, like they got girls interested in the, and a lot of these girls have never played a day in their life. A lot of them are like parents that maybe like immigrated to America or like, you know, they're in different situations, like 20 languages at their school. So yeah. they're teaching them the fundamentals of basketball. And like my wife, when she became the music teacher at her school, she taught from a cart for like three years. Mm-hmm. And so like, she just was like, you know what? I want to show that I'm here, part of the community, even if I don't have a classroom. And that was really cool. So I nominated her for Nike. Nike was like, hey, thanks for nominating her. Here's a pair of shoes for her. And you know Take a pair yourself. And I was like, all right. For free? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It what are the uh what are the highlights of that shoe that make it different than a normal all black Air Force One? Uh so my favorite part about him is let's see, let me just take them off. You know, I'm not yeah, yeah. But the bottom no one's is gonna translucent. Watch that. No one's gonna watch it. So that those are really nice, dude. It's got a and checker then there's, pattern. there's a pattern. Yeah. And then the laces have little swirls on them. And the top, the like uh the tongue has it says Chicago on it. Those are kind of uh, really snazzy, dude. Those really? are those are kind of those are those are gonna go for like a high price tag, aren't they? Uh, if, if you were someone who would resell something like that that has such good, uh, I think they're fairly unique to Chicago. I don't think they'll have like a real big resale value, which is the good part is I don't because people won't know what it is and they won't. It's not. Yeah. yeah. the The gentleman that designed it, uh, Drew the Barber, he's all like over the sneakers app right now. If you go to like the Nike Chicago Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does like a lot of community service work mm-hmm. as a local barber, and so they like he designed, helped design the shoe. So I think the point of the shoe was to be like an homage to Chicago and homage to Drew, and that's like why you get the little sort of twirl there, mm-hmm. like the barber shop. And Drew the barber is his name. Drew the barber. I can't remember his Instagram off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll put it in the description or something like that. But yeah, it's. I thought it was like really cool. I wasn't expecting anything. That they're just asking to nominate people, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know. My wife, like, I just like to give her a little bit of credit because she's, like, super humble. She doesn't, like... And I, and I, I like the fact that they're, like... Observe yourself. Yeah, I'm super cocky. <laughs> I walk out in the city just being, like, I'm great. Yeah. I wear a name tag that just says, great guy. Great guy. I'm a great guy. I'm a great guy. I'm a great guy. Yeah. I told my wife to ask to marry me, you know. I was, like, I should ask you, you but... You gotta ask me. You gotta ask me. I'm pretty great. That's terrible. That's not gonna get cut. I'm not cutting that. I'm saying that for the record. How does your wife feel about sneakers? Oh, good question. Uh, <laughs> like, was she excited about the fact that she got a free pair of sneakers when she when you nominated her? She was them? really, really excited for it. Did you nominate her because of her uh, pillar, her her being a pillar of the community, or did you want a pair of sneakers? I mostly nominated her for her. When I found out I was going to get a pair, too, I was That was like, a loaded question. That was like, no, no, no. I was like, that's really dope. That's a cool aspect, but... What I wanted to do was introduce her to Nike in a sense, because I would love for her school or for her team to get a chance to talk to Nike, because all those kids can't afford equipment, you know? So mostly I wanted to, to nominate her as an introduction to be like, hey, like, here's a school that can really use like some help, a program of, of kids that even if it's like, can they come out to a practice at the school? You know, and have some professionals come in and teach the girls some cool stuff, or like give them a T-shirt or something. Yeah, you know, like uh, a jersey. Some something that now that it's about the, now that it's about the free stuff, but yeah, 
It's definitely not about the free stuff. But Some kind of way to make an impact. Yeah. Because a lot of those girls, they go to high school. They only have them for, on the team for two years, I think. Like mm-hmm. Seventh and eighth grade. Then they go to high school. And their high schools could be anywhere in this fun, yeah. in this city. Like, it could be anywhere. So I think, like, something that shows them the, the values of athletics and, like, what they can get from being a good sports person, mm-hmm. uh, they it'll make a big impact to have someone associated with Nike. So that's really, like, my idea was, like, it was almost like, hey, here's an intro to this school that could use some help. Whether it's, like, you can get them signed up for some summer classes or something, it'd be dope. I, I actually feel like there's a big aspect about uh, community and culture with sneaker with sneaker buying and sneaker collecting, like, aside from the consumerish piece of it. Yeah. I feel like uh, it's just kind of crazy, like, opens up another door for you to connect with people about something. Uh, and yeah. then I, you know, the over the summer, maybe before the summer, Nike did that thing where they launched, like, a bunch of... Uh, like s- design sneakers by the sneaker community. So there was like the, there was like the New York, uh, Air Force Air Max, ninety eights. that were like kind of like a tan color designed by some. some yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones you would vote. That's where the Witherspoons came from a year ago. The same thing. Like you voted for, right? I don't know. That's, I don't know. See, I didn't follow sneaker. I'm so new into like really being into sneakers that I just don't know what it was like last year. Like, they were all know. Air Maxes though, right? Uh. I think so. Like yeah, there was like a. It was the Air Max design contest. Yeah, there was a Seoul, the Seoul Korea Air Maxes, yeah. and then, or maybe they were all the same type. Of, they were all ninety eights. Well, no, they were different years, but different designers. So like Tokyo, yeah. the Tokyo designer uh, did. Oh, I keep wanting to look at my phone, but it's. <laughs> the Tokyo designer did uh, did an Air Max ninety. I want to say, mm-hmm. and then I think the Seoul ones were ninety eights. Mm-hmm. Something like that, but yeah, they—that was where the Witherspoons first showed up in that contest a year prior. See, now those those shoes were really hype, actually. Since we, we were chatting about this earlier, about which was the sneaker of the year, there were a bunch of those that were really popular. Was there a blazer that was in that pack, or was it? It was all Air Maxes. It was all Air Maxes. Now Nike has done something more recently where I think they're tied. It's a cultivator, and it's a, if you go to like the We Are Cultivator Instagram, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of just designers from different cities, mm-hmm. you know, with different stories and backgrounds who basically created the Nike buy you shoe or like a shoe that they got to have input on designing. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding is they get either, they get to basically have their own store for it. They can launch it in the city and then they get money. Like from every shoe they sell, they, mm-hmm. they earn money. Uh, there was a Chicago one. Um, I forgot what the shoe was, but uh, there was like a woman from Chicago who was a musician that made a shoe um, the, my favorite one was it an Air Force One with a uh, with just like a like a drawing on it. You know, I don't remember, but you know, I have my phone, so you can yeah, we can actually figure this out. There was uh, another pack also that included a Chicago pair of blazers that had like Chicago Cubs uh color. It was like a white blazer with uh, a white blazer high with a a dark blue swoosh with like a red red rim around it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, it was an Air Max one. Oh, was it that pair right there? Because those are really nice looking. Yeah, they're plain. Right? I think yeah. it was designed. I like the plain by shoes. Morgan Lewis, <clears throat> a country music musician. Uh, but yeah, the Instagram is We Are Cultivator. 
Uh, yeah, and they were like, the drop was like really short. And I think that's like kind of like a good step for Nike to take is to, to make more community access. I think work in retail for like the last five, six years of my life uh-huh. has taught me one thing, which is retailers gain more and the community gains more when you give back to your community. Uh-huh. You know, a sale is cool and all, but a sale doesn't get you anything in the long run. Uh-huh. It doesn't make someone invest in you. A sale is kind of like a booster shot. It just kind of carries you along. So. Yeah. For... For I think ooh, for like sneakers, I think if uh, they're trying to reach out to the community, athletics and schools is also a place where they would have high visibility. Huge, yeah. Uh, I heard something about like uh, I don't know why I shouted there for a second, but <laughs> I heard something. I heard something. <gasps> we're you know it's a test. We're gonna see how the mic picks up the loud voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this will be like if a... we have a guest and it gets rowdy in here. Like, how's it gonna go? You know. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Maybe I'll redesign my entire office to, to only be for podcasts because my easel's sitting here without a canvas and I haven't worked on it in a while. I mean, even if you did a little bit of sound manipulation in here, it wouldn't reduce the ability for you to do other things that aren't podcast related in here. That is that is also very true. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, I heard that Nike had like special workouts. Oh, there's a special destination. It's kind of funny how that's happened several times now where they cross right after one another. Oh, yeah. It's just, one of them is lazy, I bet. One of them is like, a little behind. Yeah. What we should do somehow is have a soundbite of Drops of Jupiter by train. And every time a train goes by, just Drops of Jupiter starts playing. What's Drops of Jupiter? It's that one train song, their like, first song. Oh, one train. Atmosphere, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. <laughs> I thought that song came out in like '94, and I recently found out I was like, no, it's way later than that. And I was like, 2006 or something, or two. That's Hey Soul Sister. Hey oh, I was singing the tune of Oh my god, I don't want to talk about Train. This no, month. no, no, <laughs> no, no. It's my fault. I always, every time a train comes by, I think of the band Train, which is it's that's been happening since I moved to Chicago. That's funny. <laughs> because why would you pick, why would you make your band name One Train? I don't know. That, you know, I can't say stuff like that because I don't hate them or anything. I don't want if so, no. if somebody if somebody tweets out, oh, this guy in this podcast, the random Chicago City podcast, uh, doesn't like the guy from One Train. Like, no, 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 no. I like the guy from One Train. He's cool. He's he's fun. Yeah. I don't know what they do on the free time, but uh, no. Maybe they'll get a collab with a sneaker company. Who knows? Yeah. Is uh, uh, we were so we were talking about uh, we were talking about sneakers in the community. We were talking about our own involvement with sneakerdom. Uh, anyway, I, I personally don't have a lot of involvement in the community, uh, in regard to, uh, donating my time or money, which I sort of feel guilty about sometimes. Uh, I guess if, I guess I would probably fit into a category with a lot of other consumers. So I think when, when you are buying something through a company that is putting the proceeds towards something community focused or charity focused, it makes you feel good about it. So I think... When the company does that, it makes you feel better about buying their products, you know? Yeah. So I think, uh, I I would absolutely say that me buying Nike products has increased in the last year because of some of the, like, Colin Kaepernick stuff. Yeah. Uh, and not that I, not that I think what he's doing is necessarily the exact right way to do, to do what he wants to accomplish, but I think Nike backing him was a good move, and... Better than like abandoning an athlete like that that's trying to stick up for 
you know, the rights of people. And yeah, definitely. I think know. that was the right move for Nike. I mean, like, regardless, I, if they're on the same sort of like, you believe in the message of Kaepernick, right? Like, there's a message there that mm-hmm. you can like believe in. The output of it is almost sort of secondary. Mm-hmm. Because the idea is that he sacrificed his career as an athlete mm-hmm. to do something and stand up for what's right. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Nike, who would claim to be a company that stands up for rights for people. I mean, every company has this stuff, but certainly, like, you would expect Nike. Let's not talk about LeBron in China. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yeah. even just that. I was talking about Nike and their, like, contracts with, yeah, like, Olympic athletes and stuff like that. Like, you know... Those issues aside, I'm sure there's an episode of a podcast that can be all about that. But the the fact that they're able to be like, no, we're gonna we're gonna stand with this athlete and we're gonna like go through the motions with them because we feel like it's the right thing to do. It's like the opposite of like ESPN's like stick to sports mandate, you know? Like yeah. And I'll appreciate any company that gives themselves that flexibility. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, What's another like brand that does that kind of stuff? Um, I feel like there's a few other brands that I'm just blanking on because that don't go outside of their scope, or no, that like will you know what like that will like stand by. You know, I'll give an example. Like, uh, you get to like musicians, for example, mm-hmm. and you get musicians like uh, like Amber Kaufman, who is like a, a singles like indie musician. She was in Dirty Projectors. What's that? Her, uh, it's they're like an indie band from the like I guess mid to early two thousands. Okay. Amber Amber Kaufman was in that band, and then she struck on her own. She had her own singles career. It's going great in the indie scene, but she felt empowered. Uh, to call out like crappy behavior in the industry from like men who were taking advantage or making women feel uncomfortable in music. Mm-hmm. And the fact that her recording company was able to, like, stand behind her and not sort of, like, do that thing where when someone calls someone out and stuff like that, they kind of, like, go, no, 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 I just, this, yeah. we're going to push this artist aside. I appreciate, because that means that you care about people and you can give a damn about product, yeah. you know? Like, if people, if you're putting people first, I'm for you as a company. It's uh, a really deep conversation. Does Nike does Nike ultimately put people first? I don't know. I think it's a hard question to ask. I mean, that also gets to like you know, there's no ethical consumption in capitalism. Right. There is none. But right. no, that's I a really know. like harsh stance to have, yeah. and you're never gonna live a life that's happy. I think if you have that stance, I think like and I, I joke about there's no. I feel ethical like the only the only way you can say the opposite of that is when the entire world is free of oppression. When a, when oppression is not a thing anywhere in the world. Yeah. No one in the chain of this shoe getting manufactured is being oppressed. Yeah. And we can verify that with 100% certainty. There's no ethical consumption of buying sneakers. Anyway. Yeah. Or even but, like the corn we eat every day. You can't even say is ethical. So right. Like, get, we're not <laughs> going to get into that. Right it's now. a dark conversation, too. Yeah. But, well, like, I was just going to say, like, when I think about that, because I definitely I've walked away for sneakers from a period of time with that thought process. And it made me very miserable as a consumer in general. And the thing that helped me kind of get through that was just thinking like, you know what, how do I, I can't abstain from everything. Yeah. So how do I minimize impact? There was you know? a, there was a post that, that this is very poignant. There was a post on, uh, 
the the sneakers subreddit this morning, or maybe it was last night, of a young woman who had won her first Yeezy raffle. She had, she bought a pair of the Cloud White Yeezy three fifty version twos. Okay. Which I believe only released in a raffle release on Adidas, so it was kind of a, a large raffle win for yeah. people. Like a lot of people wanted those shoes. Yeah. They wanted them, and. It was a photo of her fi- finishing her, uh, like, turning in her final thesis, like, her senior thesis. Yeah. And her senior thesis, she's, I, th- I think she was in uh, marketing. Her senior thesis is, was about why people buy sneakers and what what promotes the the constant consumerism of sneakers. And not that, I don't know, I didn't read her dissertation or her thesis or whatever, but it, she mentions in the comments that doing this thesis made her have some kind of existential crisis about being a sneaker consumer because... Yeah. She started to feel like, like self hatred because she like wants to buy sneakers and like gets you know I get I feel like I get a lot of satisfaction out of the sneaker collection I have because I like wearing them yeah and I it makes me it gives another thing to interact with people about and people compliment me you know there's yeah, all these positive definitely. things about having a bunch of cool sneakers you know yeah but they they cost a lot of money and ultimately would my life go on fine without these. This you know, I have like ten pairs of sneakers. Yeah, that co- that range and cost from like a hundred to three hundred dollars. You know, it's like that's true. I I get the same thought. I mean, I think I've definitely yours is much larger than mine. I mean, that's and not even that big. Big thing. Yeah, yeah. My old collect like that's trimmed down, and I always think as a sneaker collector, like why I would buy sneakers. It's definitely phases where I could just have bought shoes because they were cool. Mm-hmm. I bought it for the clout, and I just did it and got it, but. Like, for me, growing up, I was wearing a size, like, 12 at 12. A 13 at 13. Damn. A 14 at 14. What do you wear now? A 14 in most shoes, a 15 in some. So you were, your foot stopped growing about 15, 16? Yep. Dang. Right, right when I started drinking coffee. Uh, (laughs) But uh, my parents, like, I come from, like, a, I don't know if, like, put my parents on blast but like i don't know we come from like a middle lower middle class family mm-hmm. and there's more important purchases and not to mention my parents were buying me new clothes literally every year yeah until i was like 17 years old yeah yeah so a pair of shoes that cost 150 bucks was like a pain in, pain in the butt to buy yeah so when i got older and i had my own money i was yeah. like i'm gonna buy my shoes and stuff that i want and i'm gonna keep it yeah. And so by the time I like moved to Chicago, I want to say I had like, I think I was, I mean, this is even low, but around 120 to 130 pairs of shoes just in general. At one time? You had At that one in? time. And I got it down to like uh, like 40 I have now. You sold them all? You just sold them all? I away. sold some. And then, so I had that crisis of conscience, right, about buying shoes. Yeah. And so I realized that there's probably going to be people who are like me that Especially in like Michigan, you're gonna have big, big ass kids. Where are you from, Michigan? From Holland, Michigan, but like west, west side of Michigan. West side of Michigan. Yeah. But you're gonna have kids who have parents that can't afford their big ass shoes. Yeah. So for me, it was like, you know what? I would rather have a nice pair of Dunks or whatever I have that are good condition or Air Force Ones. End up at a Goodwill in my city where I know that someone's gonna, some parents gonna say, "It's like it's twenty bucks. It'll look real nice." It'll be good for my kid. Or some kid is going to go there on his own. Some yeah. 16 year old who like has discovered vintage shopping or whatever. And, and boom, he's going to run into a pair of Heineken Dunks. That has already happened. Some <laughs> kid, that, that, that Heineken Dunks has already been. Some kid was like, 
and bottom. What? And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure all of the, my dunks and stuff are gone. There's like one pair of shoes that I, I wish I hadn't have given away, but... Which one is that? They're like not even a hype shoe. It's just a shoe I liked a lot. You remember the brand Osiris? Uh, vaguely. They're like a ste- they're like a skate brand. Yeah. So this resident I had when I was an RA, uh, she was dating this dude who worked at a journey. So I went on a few dates with mm-hmm. him. And I forgot like really how this went down, but somehow she was able to confirm to me that that, that journeys had this shoe. Mm-hmm. That's how I got the shoe. Huh. And how old are we talking? This is like 2010, I want to say. Okay. And the shoe Almost was, a decade ago. It's a long time. Yeah, that shoe's old. The soul... I, I, you know, I don't think about getting my soles redone. But I was like, I would have gotten the soles redone on that. Mm. That's the only reason I let them go. But they had... You remember Michael Jackson's jacket from Thriller? Mm-hmm. This is the red one, right? This mm-hmm. is the leather red one? Mm-hmm. That's what that shoe looked like. Okay. It, it had zippers everywhere. <laughs> really? And they had like little pockets in it. And they were dope. And I wore them a lot, and I didn't see them. I need to them. see it. I need to see Oh, oh dude, oh, yeah. Osiris Nike Dunks? They're not even Nike Dunks. They're just the Osiris Skate Shoe. And that's what I say. saying. There's nothing... Oh, hype. it's not a Nike shoe? No, it's it's nothing hype about it. Oh. Let's see. Okay, if we're... Man, we could probably, we could probably do a whole uh, podcast episode on... Uh, sneaker or st- skateboard brands that, oh, yeah. have, that have made sneakers over the years. Yeah, those are funky, dude. Those are mega funky. Dude, they were so cool. I People, look, those would turn heads today. People would be like, what are those? Bro? I look every day. I look online to see if a size 14, because I don't look every day, every day, but like I, Once when I have time. a moment to like browse the internet, yeah, because no one sees any value in them but me, so I'm like, I'm, anyways, I wish I would never gotten rid of those shoes. You um, had them in that size, 14? Had them in 14s. The only okay. reason I was like really keen on all of them, go, I had replaced this. I had replaced the, uh, the uh, what was it the sole, the insole, the insole, uh, twice, and the insoles what I just run through them on stank, and so I refreshed the shoe and had it smelling real nice. Oh, dude! But the sole was starting to go down, and I was like, God, I just you know what? I need I'm moving to Chicago. One less thing. Yeah. You know. I have to a small little mention. It took me way too long to realize that the stinkiest part of a stinky shoe was the insole. And if you just took it out and put a new insole in, it's pretty much refreshed. Run the bar. Yeah, the I had so I had a pair of I still have them. They're my they're my terrible dirty boots now. I have a pair of like brown leather Timberland boots that had that were I wore them, I wore them a lot like three years in a row now. So this is the fourth year I had them. And they were stinky, probably my second year. And I was like, I'd be, I'd be standing like helping a customer at work, and I would start to smell like the stinky feet smell, like a little small infant, <laughs> like standing up, like in the uh, big white room. And I'd be like, and then I, I had my, I still have my, I have a pair of Nike Air Max ones that are like a really basic, nothing special pair. Like they're like. They're kind of like my, they're kind of like white with uh, like turquoise blue and like dark blue mixed together and like gray, like a regular ass pair of Air Max ones. And I wore the shit out of those. I love them so much. And they got stinky. And then one day I realized like, huh. Because I, I I was like, I was just thinking that I should replace the insole because they're not comfortable anymore. And I I realized that the insole was like rancid when I took it out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, this is what is smelling so bad. And of course... Your feet, just like your palms, of your hands sweat. It's actually the same sweat gland. So if you had your, if you have your hands and gloves all day, they will also smell like feet. 
That makes sense. Yeah. That's right. But the bottoms of your feet are just like pouring out nasty sweat all day long into your oh. into your insoles. But I figure, so I figure if, if you have a lot of sneakers, just like every part of the sneaker, the bottom, the, the sole bottom, the drag on the heel drag, all that will be reduced as well as the, the, the stinkiness by switching out your shoes every day and wearing different sneakers every day. That's true. That is the one thing is I, I, I really have had soles wear out. The soles that wear out me the quickest are shoes I skate in. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. And those shoes get mangled. I was just looking at my, my Mocha 3s. When I first got them, I didn't have like a lot of other sneakers, so I was, I was wearing them probably like a couple days a week and in, in mixed in with my other stuff. Yeah. And they are just starting to show a little bit of heel drag. Just a little bit. And I'm like, oh. But I, <laughs> but I don't wear them as much anymore, so I know it's going to go slow. I just yeah. have to not, like, you know, t- I have to not wear them on days when I got to walk to Subway for lunch, you know? <laughs> That's the key. That's the key. My, my Jordan 4 cements, because I love them so much, mm-hmm. and I should have bought multiple pairs when they restock. Mm-hmm. Because I sat there. Are those the white and gray? Yep. Predominantly white? Yep. My- our friend, our friend Justin. Hey, shout out to Justin. Who shout out there. to Justin. Uh, he's got uh, he's got a pair of those cement fours too that he wears a lot. That are in pretty. Uh, they're like they're in like they look like you know everyday wear shape. You know because they're not bad. No, no, not not in bad shape. They just look like he wears them a lot. You know. Yeah. They're I not part or anything. I, not dirty. I envy Jordan's. I envy Justin's collection. I envy it. You know why I envy Justin's collection? Have you seen it? Do you know how many he has? Well, just like from what he wears all the time at work. Yeah, I envy it for the sole reason, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> I... is that he has a connection with each shoe that he owns that's so personal and so fudging dope. I don't know how much cursing I'm going to do on this, and I'm trying to like... Well, I know. We, we want to be... Uh, I don't think I've sworn yet. Have I think I've I... sworn twice. I you don't think you've sworn at all. But I was thinking, like, hey, maybe kids, maybe kids are gonna listen to this. Yeah. Well, I was like, hey, little dude, shout out to the little dudes. Shout out to little dudes. Enjoy your grade school sizes. Yeah. Your grade school releases. Enjoy while it lasts. Those Nike Caillous. Or, Uh, or (laughs) if you're smart, don't spend any money on sneakers because you're still growing, and just wait until it just hold, bide your time, stack your cash. Wear burlap. Just cover your feet in burlap until you're like 17. Unless you're Dutch, wait till you're like 24. Because Dutch people grow to the, like... You get a pair of, like, leather shoes, like some Doc Martens, that are kind of in style anyway. They're just, like, full leather now, aren't they? Aren't they like, no. no, they're made out of leather. You can, I mean, you can get pad leather ones. But you can get regular leather. But aren't they, like, not real boots, right? They're, like, boots, but... They're just leather. They don't have, uh... I don't know. I don't know what you mean. They, they're just, like, a leather shoe with a big chunky sole on it. I've never worn a pair of Doc Martens. I, I, they were popular when I was in high school. Like, they were, like, you know... Not in the same way they're popping out now. They're like streetwear, like hipster yeah. shoes. Back in high school, they were like the bro, the bro shoes. Weren't they like uh, like gothic shoes at one point? Like goth kids wear them. Well, I mean, they they the black Doc Martin, especially like the really high black Doc Martin boot. Yeah, I feel like is a staple of you know punk rock style from like the seventies. Right, right. You said mission with your sex yeah, pistols yeah. and whatnot. Those yeah. dudes wore that shit. They they wore their high uh Doc Martens in all kinds of different crazy colors and like snakeskin and shit like that. We should remember do an episode about Doc Martens. I feel like that'd be really good. Because I like my sister wears Doc Martens. Well we should we should do an episode in general about non non dress shoe shoes that are not sneakers that are very popular. Okay. Like those uh what about <laughs> those little like toe shoes where people can see their toes uh, I mean okay so people make fun of people with those shoes I don't I don't think they're stupid in that way but I don't think they look good at all and 
I just wonder, is the comfort of having your toes individually packaged into the shoe, <laughs> is it really so great that it's worth wearing a shoe like that? And I, I, my gut says no. I heard they had a class action lawsuit. Like, I read that somewhere. What frogs? The, the company, because they were advertising it as, like, barefoot or, like, wearing your foot like shoes like this. Right. Is better for you in the long run. But it's not. But there's no scientific evidence behind it. And so all these people had, like, problems well, I had a guy that swore by using them for running, and I'm like, okay, if it was really, like, a, a thing that running in these is, like, really special and good, yeah. wouldn't it be really popular? Like, wouldn't everybody... Yeah, wouldn't we see that on the Olympics or anything? Like, or, or, are they so hideous that the, the style and look of them is detrimental to people wearing them, and the people don't know what they're missing, or do they just suck, you know? I feel like if they were really that great, like... Some I mean, other company would have stole the design. And we were we were gonna do another episode about this. Are we, gonna talk about this? <laughs> Are we gonna talk about this? Okay. All right. I think we should. This is the kind of stuff we can talk about on the first episode of our podcast. Like, hey, this is the kind of stuff that. Yeah. This is just we've had like a whole we have like a whole podcast already. But let's get to like the the the, the, the nitty gritty. We've oh. got we've got notes. Yeah. We're we're about forty minutes in, thirty seven minutes in. What's the what what length are we shooting for on this podcast? An hour? You know, I don't know. Two hours? I, I could do two hours. Do people do two-hour podcasts? I listen to a lot of long podcasts. Like, okay. Uh, there's a lot. Of, but, Some but of the d podcasts like, are like an hour, three hours. Yeah. We, we also like chop and screw it, you know, cut yeah. it up. Um, I'm sure not everything from the first 30 minutes is going to make the cutting room floor. Yeah. We, I don't know. I talk really fast, so there's going to be times when... I'm gonna be like, and you're like, dude, Charlie, you gotta slow down, man. I can't, you know, playing it back, I can't understand a word. Uh, the theme of today's podcast was, or is, I should say, is the year of sneakers in review. Yes. Not just like sneakers. I say sneakers, but I feel like I have like lately used sneakers as a catch-all for all things hype because I don't like using the term hype. Uh, makes me think of my least favorite hip hop director, Hype Williams. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, but no offense, Hype Williams. No, so Hype like, Williams. Yeah. If you want to direct one of our podcasts, you know we'd be honored. Yeah, uh, uh, I really loved Belly. Belly was great. <laughs> uh, I loved your use of uh, Nas, Nasir Jones, and yeah. uh, DMX. Uh, I don't know his full name. I'm always like DMX's real name is like Charles Winston the uh, Third. That's probably not it. I don't know what his name is. I feel like I knew at one point because, like, you know, you saw. Like, There's a lot, lot of rappers whose name I don't know. Right? Like, who, what's Kendrick Lamar's real name? Uh, <laughs> his name is actually Kendrick Lamar. What are you talking no, about? No, no, there's no way he's really... Kendrick Lamar, come on. <laughs> or that's his first and middle name? Does he have a last name? No, nah, that's, that's probably his real name. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just fudging Kendrick. around. Kendrick. Kung Fu Kenny. Maybe that's his real name was actually Kung Fu Kenny. Oh. You know, Segway, you know, let's not even go there. Anyways, no, 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 no. So, no, no, no. the year of sneaker in review, mostly just like sneakers, hype stuff, just sort of... You know, I know what you mean about hype, though. Like I, I, you know, hype, hype can be almost a derogatory term sometimes. Like the word hipster became, yeah. You know, it, so like hype is hype in its literal sense still means something when it comes to dropping of new sneakers and clothes and stuff. Right. It's weird. It's almost like uh, it's we're trying to define a fashion movement, almost like in like the two thousand they defined dressing nice as a man was metrosexual, you know, it was like... Metrosexual was definitely like a style thing at one point. Remember? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways... I uh, probably fit into that category. But I think I hate, I hate hype, hype. The word hype is... I remember I was in Ikea two years ago after SneakerCon Chicago. Yeah. Or during it. And my wife and I were 
there and I was not at SneakerCon and I was really happy to not be there. We were in Schaumburg and I was like, you know what? I'm avoiding the audience that I don't want to see, which is like 13 year old Schaumburg kids wearing Yeezys, wearing Yeezys, babe, you know, it all. Yeah. But then I'm in Ikea pushing a cart and I see this like 13 year old kid with their like 45 year old dad, you know, hyped from head to toe. And I'm just like disgusted. But, but, you know, that's the train keeping me in check. But I looked back on that moment, like, a year later. Seriously, a year later, and I was like, you know, I'm making assumptions of a person based on what they're wearing, which is wrong, right? It's like I used to make assumptions of preppy kids in high school based on what they wore, right? But you never know what someone's going up. Maybe that dad doesn't actually wear that stuff, but this is the only common ground you can find. Oh, the dad was wearing the stuff? The dad was wearing the stuff, Oh, I missed that. So I was thinking, like, maybe that was just the common ground that those two found, and that dad was just doing what any great dad would do, which is... Just like Terry Crews helping his kid build a PC. Exactly. Showing interest. So that's the storyline I built. (laughs) That's the headcanon I have. And uh, that's... Uh, yeah, anyways. I like that. I like that. I would say, uh, there's times, you know, no offense to my dad. There's times I wish my dad was more into the things I was into when I was a kid. It helps, right? Yeah. Uh, I, my dad has, like, his, his close network of friends was, like, three people. Uh My dad was, like, when I have kids, those are my new friends. And my dad and I basically hung out every day until I was, like, 20. Anyways, uh, enough about that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But... Anyway, we're so uh, the year in sneakers. Oh yeah, so the year in sneakers in review. Uh, so we talked a little about this earlier. Uh, what would you say your favorite sneaker purchase of the year is, Charlie? Um, it's it's hard because I all of the sneakers that I have in my small collection I purchased this year, except for a couple. So okay. like literally my whole collection, I'm considering my collection of ten sneakers, pairs of sneakers. Uh, I really like, I really, really, really like more than I expected my Citroen Easy 350s. Okay. Which are like super basic, non hype, easiest to get pair of Yeezys this yeah, year. Because you wear yours. Yeah. I, uh, I, think, the, I think they have a really interesting like hue. The color is like kind of yellow with a with like a slight peachy tint and a slight green tint in some of the places on the knit. Yeah. Like a like. Oh yeah. All right. So anyway. Uh, before we had to pause for a moment, I, since I had a moment to collect my thoughts, I do think my Obsidian slash UNC Blue Jordan 1s are my favorite sneaker purchases here. <laughs> you can, you can say your opinion about them, it's okay. No, 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 no. I know you don't like them, it's okay. It's just not my favorite shoe. I actually, I think they're the nicest looking Jordan 1 that came out this year, in my opinion, in my opinion. There's a lot of Jordan 1s that came out this year. Did the Turbo Greens come out this year? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, I think those look really nice. Uh, I don't yeah. think this was a good year for Jordan 1s. I'm trying to think what else. Just pretty much the Travis Scott's Rookie the, of the Year. The Rookie of the Year ones came out this year. The, those, LA those to, look okay. the SB ones came out. LA to Chicago, New York to Paris. Yeah. Uh, I Those are, you know, I like those kind of. There's a guy at work that has those uh, LA to, uh, New York to Paris. New York to Paris ones, like the gray. They yeah. rub off pink. I like the New York to Paris. I like those, actually. But... It's, uh, I like those better when they came out, and I said that to someone at, at work, and they were, they thought I was stupid. It's like, what? You're crazy. I'm like, what? What? It's all about the, the LA to Chicago. I don't like I like I don't like Lakers colors. You got gold and purple. I don't like the colors. Well, you know, like the thing I like about the Lakers colors is that like 
when I think Lakers, because I'm from West Michigan, I think the Grand Valley State University Lakers. Oh, right. Which, because a Laker is a thing. It's not just a name out of nowhere. Right. And the only reason they're called the Lakers is because they're a team that moved there. They used to be in the Midwest, which yeah. is where the NBA started, right? Anyways, I think I don't think you're wrong on that being the nicest Jordan one possible. Because there's a low bar, you you would say this year. A low bar. A low bar. Low bar Jordans. Yeah, I just really like. I guess I can't. The Spider-Man ones, isn't that this year too, right? Those are really nice. I actually, Was that this year? I think so. Yeah, they were. The origin story. Yeah, I think they came out this year. Those are really nice. I like, they have the clear, the clear like blue bottom sole. Bottom sole. Yeah. And uh, the the leather's got like a, like a pockmark appearance to it. I think those are really nice looking. I actually, I would, I would buy a pair of those if I could get a pair at like regular price. If I had known at the time that I would want them. Because I didn't even know I wanted them back when they came out, I would have bought them. I can't think of any other Jordan ones. The Paris Saint. No, I'm looking for a soccer one. I'm not even gonna butcher that name. What else? That's all that's showing in my sneakers app right now. Plug alert! My sneakers. Um, my oh, you know what? This was a year for low sneak for low Jordan One SBs, though. Oh, you know the uh, I actually so. Did you know there's two stylings of the low Jordan 1? Did you know that? Isn't there one with like a longer tongue and a shorter the, There's tongue? one with a longer tongue one with a shorter tongue, and there's some subtle differences other than that. And I, I think people generally, generally don't like... I think generally prefer the, the SB version, or like the, the one that looks more like a skate shoe and not the big tongue. Yeah. There's a couple of people at work. I keep saying that, people at work. But there's a couple of people we know that wear the low top uh jordan ones that have the big tongue yeah and especially the ones that are like red and like red on the back and black and white on the front yeah i think those actually look really nice and there's a there's a couple of pairs that have a different color than the red i think there's a blue and black and like a purple and black yeah with the big tongue i think those look really nice like i if uh we weren't having a baby and my wife weren't scrutinizing my sneaker purchasing uh i would maybe venture out and buy a pair of those because you get them for a really good price they're like you probably get a pair for a hundred bucks they'll stay that way yeah, they'll they'll stay that way. Yeah, the the low the low Jordan one is. Uh, I think that the low Jordan one is being like an everyman sneaker. Like it just looks like a sneaker. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I like I as a sneaker collector wouldn't wear them. What about uh, what about Jordan Eleven lows? Because a few of those came out this year yeah. too. Well, I love the Jordan Eleven. I love the low. There's a lot of people who don't like the low. I like um, the lows. I like I I. One of the things I was debating, because I think I should have an 11 in my collection, if I weren't getting, if I did not choose to get the bread 11s that are coming out in a week, yeah, I would like to have those white and like snakeskin pairs that are the different, there's like a pink one and there's like a oh, blue, yeah, a blue yeah. one, like you're right. I really like those. I think they look really nice. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, I like those a lot. You're like the first person I've ever heard like talk about them. I know people that own them, but you're the first one who's been like, yeah, I like those. I take those. I feel like there's something about sneakers. Like, hype isn't a thing for me. It's, there's a feeling I feel when I see it that says, ooh, I want it. Yeah. And it has something to do with, like, the color mostly. Like, it's, I yeah. the color and, like, how it will fit with my wardrobe. Or if it's if it's something that I don't have in my wardrobe that I want, that right. I would like to add to, that's the thing that would uh, draw me to a sneaker also. Yeah. I so think... the, those UNC blue ones really fit with what I wear. So... I mean the obsidian, obsidian. <laughs> obsidian. 
Obsidian. It's all right. Hey, no one's no one's gonna call you out on it. Obsidian. On our on our on our subreddit, no one's gonna be like, <laughs> "Did you hear what the kicks Charlie and said?" Podcast. The Kicks and Tell podcast our, subreddit. Our three followers on our uh, lucky. Two on, of which are us on our discords. One is, one is my mom. <laughs> we'll make we'll get bots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pay someone for listens. I feel like uh, though that's the way to that's the way to buy sneakers. I think. I think you get. I think you get to that phase. I think it, when you, anytime you collect something, you get to a point where you're like, "Am I collecting this for the, the reasons that are important to me?" Right. I, I think of that like I, for the life of me, always wanted a gold shoe, mm-hmm. and I was determining what gold shoe I wanted, and it was recently. You no, know, this is like two or three years ago, and I was like, "Dang, you know, I really wanted the Supreme Up Tempos that were gold. Mm-hmm. They're so gold, and they're so gaudy, like mm-hmm. the word." No, because I think the sneakers app only had it to size 13, uh, and that drop happened so quickly. Yeah. So I got the closing ceremony, or opening ceremony 11 lows, the gold ones. I got the gold trim on them, basically. The, the patent leather is gold? Yeah. And the, the upper is black? White. Okay. They are awesome. I've seen you wear those. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. those look cool. I like those. Love them. Yeah. My wife, not a fan of the gold. <laughs> Why not? I think because it looks gaudy. It looks really gaudy. Yeah, but it's like a Jordan Eleven, uh, you know. It's like it can be any color, and it's like a Jordan Eleven. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a weird look. I don't. I, I agree with her that I shouldn't wear it as frequently as I do because it. Does, like, what's the difference between that and like a black pair? If it's just black patent leather, it's like shiny patent leather. Like, what's the difference? It's still it's still like shiny and glossy and gaudy. You know, it's gold. <laughs> I know, I know. I feel like it's not it's not gold in a gaudy way. Not like the up tempos. I know what you mean about the up tempos. I think they're both. I think any gold shoe is gaudy. But there was a pair. I think one of the pairs in that that Air Max pack that came out was like a gold pair with. Uh, maybe I'm making shit up. <laughs> yeah, scratch that. So what's uh what's your favorite purchase of the year? My favorite purchase of the year. I, I think... mean, it's gotta be those MCA Air Force Ones. Those are See, special. Those are really special. Okay, if if we're going for like purchase for that I actually physically made. Those those kind of fell on your lap a little bit, kind of right. Those did, and I really like them. Yeah, I really like them. If I'm going for purchase, though, my favorite purchase I got this year was my general release Nike Blazer Highs. That's my Nike SB Blazer Highs. With oh yeah, yeah. Swoop on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Eric Eric Bonner, who we worked with, yeah, the guy we used to work with, he's like. He's a blazer like advocate. Like he is the Paul Heyman of blazers. Did he wear blazers? Yeah. He and he like he could spot a blazer and tell you about it. I sent him a picture of this like I was at Salvation Army and I found a pair of Lance Mountain blazers and he was like, Lance Mountain blazers and I was like, How did you know so quickly? (laughs) You talked to him, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I get a I got a pair of blazers this year, one of my one of my many. Aren't you, aren't uh, you, uh, did you customize Mine are by you. Yeah, yeah. So they have a... It's like mostly just plain white with gray laces and gray leather on the back tab. Yeah. And then the swoosh is like... Is barely bolt. Quote, unquote. Green. Which yeah, is the light... I like the, those. The very subtle green neon. Uh, at the time when I was making my shoe, it was... I tried that that color with the white with the green swoosh. And I was like, oh, that's, that's funky. Is that like super stupid to do that is that something that somebody else has done and then i was made building on other colors and i couldn't i couldn't get out of my head so i did it 
Just pull the trigger. I should pull the trigger. Yeah. And, I, and I, those sh- blazers are actually really comfortable, if I must say so. They, I, don't know, I don't know how you feel about your blazer. That's why I like that purchase so much. I it think was, the, the bottom rubber is like not heavy. Yeah. And they're kind of light and flexible. I was, you know what? I got them and then I got a bike and I was biking to work for like a week straight. Yeah. And it was like, I had been trying to get to a point where I had a shoe that I could wear every day. Just like default shoe I walk out of the house with. For a long time, they were my Jordan 1s. For a long time, they were my fours. What, white drawn ones? Uh, they're like the off the eggshell white ones, the sale Jordan one sale. Okay. I love those. Yeah, yeah. And they were awesome to wear, but then you start getting torn up, and I was like, "Well, I kind of want to make these last a little bit longer." Yeah. So I moved to another pair of Jordan ones, my Gatorade, the purple ones. Yeah. Those ones, I was like, "This survived one bike ride," and I was like, "Nope, you're done. You're done, son." Why? Uh, that shoe, like, stretches weird. But the reason I don't want those shoes to go away and, like, get torn apart quickly is that they're my default rain boots. Because they, they, they the like... Gatorade shoes? Yeah. The, the, what is it, the toe box? Yeah. The holes in them yeah. are fake. Uh, is it leather? It's leather. It's is like it, a... Is it supposed to be a weather? I don't know if it's supposed to be, but I've been using them for the last two years, and I have not, I've worn them in rain, sleet, and snow. Huh. And they've and I'm like I'm gonna keep these so I buy three more pair because one I just love the Gatorade ones, but I don't like I don't like how bright and funky they look. Although if on the sneaker subreddit people once in a while will post a custom of those Gatorades where they like black and whited out some of the panels and they look really nice that way. Like right. if you turn them into like a mock, a mock like, up, like a mock uh, uh, shattered backboard or yeah. like a mock like royal purple. Or like I really purple, like the purple, purple and red, the purple and black toe. The purple ones, I think purple with like some black and white panels painted on looks really snazzy. Dude. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, but uh, not that you should paint yours. No, I nice. actually think the purple is probably easier to rock than like the bright orange. It's so easy. Yeah. Also, because I'm in like I'm in a denim jacket phase right yeah, now, yeah. so it plays off the denim jacket. Denim well. jackets are in style. It's you know that's where it's at now. It's a vibe. Yeah, my, my wife has her dad's denim jacket from like the 70s. Do you wear it or she wear it? The blazers though, the blazers were my favorite purchase because as soon as I like rock them for my first ride, also I got them with like a billion gift cards. They were like five bucks. They're only a hundred bucks or whatever full price. Yeah. They're 110. I got them like so cheap. So yeah. I, I get them in the mail, I lace them up, I'm going into work at like one. And I'm like, cool, let me see what this bike ride is going to be like today in these shoes. At first, I was like, man, I can see where, like, people with wider feet like me can feel a little tight in these. Mm-hmm. As soon as I, like, loosened up in them, I was like, wow, this is really smooth. And, like, I don't know, it just felt comfortable. And the whole day, I felt like I was just rocking it. And they had this little fur back on it that was kind of like a conversation starter. Oh, the Sherpa? Yeah. The Sherpa lining? So I like it. So uh, they're, like, warm on your ankles? I don't know if it makes any heat difference. It just oh. looks cool. That was one of the things on the uh, the Levi's uh, Bayou. Oh, that was such a good... You could, you could do the Sherpa lining. God, maybe that's Sneaker of the Year. Sneaker of the Year is Levi Bayou. I mean, <laughs> I re- I still think about those like on a weekly basis where I'm like, dang, I wish I could buy a pair of those still. I definitely check it all the time to see if they restock. They keep saying they were going to, but they don't. I'll probably wait till next year. Because I know the Levi's Jordan 6s are rumored to drop this December. Levi's 6s? Yeah. Jordan 6s. Like yeah. the Travis Scott's that just came out. The green Travis yeah. Scott 6s. Because for some reason, Nike keeps thinking that people want 6s. I, I keep thinking I should have a pair, and then I just like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
as well. It's five, like six, was, and seven, I just don't care for. Yeah, the fives also are, uh, the tongue or something is too big. I don't know. I don't, I don't like, yeah. I don't know how I feel about I'm the big tongue. Fan. But if I was to say, okay, if I was to pick a shoe that, like, I received this year, that was my favorite, it'd probably be the Pinnacle Jordan ones I got for my wedding. The brown leather? Yeah. The, like, Pachetta Tan or whatever. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is it Pachetta? How do you? How Pachetta? B-A-C-H-E-T-T-A. If it's Italian, it's Pachetta. It's Pachetta. Pachetta. Like the Midwestern nation was Bacchetta Chan. Uh, like we we say bruschetta, but it's actually bruschetta. It's bru- okay. Because C H in Italian is a k sound. Is that why people say sketty? Sketty instead of spaghetti. Sketty. No, that's because people. That's people. That's little kids that can't say spaghetti. Say sketty. I've been sketty for years. Sketty <laughs> and meatballs. But I, meatballs. that was I say that's my favorite shoe I received, and those are very nice. I I literally like. I thought I was going to, like, tarnish them early and get them really dark right away. But the more I wear them in their current color, because they get darker. I don't know if you guys know about, like, the Jordan 1 Pinnacle or Pachetta Tan. It starts out, like, a, I don't know, like a creamy brown, like a light creamy brown leather. And then as you wear them, they can get all the way to, like, saddle brown, which is, like, one, my R&B name. Two, my favorite way to describe a <laughs> brown is saddle brown. <laughs> But the they, new album by Saddle Brown. Basically, they go from looking like Corona to like a dark IPA yeah. in the course of their wear. Yeah, the leather. And the leather is probably, uh, you could oil it or you could work it with yeah. uh, material, with, uh, uh, you know, products. Yeah. Like leather, leather products. There's a, there's a dude whose blog is like, if you search that shoe in dark, he's like the first blog to come up who did that. I thought I was going to, my wife thought He's darkened them on purpose? Yeah. And my wife thought I was going to do that, too. And I just, the more I've worn them, I've been like, I really, it's almost like having a Pokemon wear. you don't want to, like, involve it up too early. You're like, no, you know, I'm going to hold on to this Moonstone right now. Yeah. I'm not going to evolve my Clefairy just yet. No, because there's benefits to letting it do it on its own. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. That's probably my favorite pick. Do they have leather laces? They do. They have two laces that come with it. One, like, a regular lace, and one, actually, some of those laces just sitting out recently. The leather ones? Yeah. You, got, you don't wear the leather ones? I just... Unlacing it is such a task. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the laziest unlacer. I don't care to unlace things. So one a purchase, I, you know, one thing that you just mentioned was the favorite shoe I've received. And I was just thinking, man, no one has bought me any sneakers. And I, and it's like, I feel like my family members don't care enough to like look into what I would like and, and buy. And I also, I, I was also thinking about this recently. I don't think I would want anyone to go buy a pair of sneakers Anyone, anyone in my family to go buy me a pair of sneakers because they wouldn't buy something that I really want, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's totally... It was right. from your wife, right? She bought you those sneakers? Right. And and she did she a lot knows. of research. Yeah, she, like, knows. she She looked into it. She, like, would ask me about stuff, and then she went to, like, Alex. She asked Alex. One of my friends, Alex, friend of the podcast. <laughs> friend, a friend of the podcast. Friends uh, of went to him and asked him, like, which ones and where she get it from. Like, she worked... Because previously... Were those over two hundred dollars full retail? I have no idea. Was it like three fifty retail? Damn. Yeah, but because they're leather. Yeah, they're really limited. Damn. They're craftsmanship. They're like like well, like down. I've seen those shoes. They're nice, dude. They're really nice. Uh, what was I gonna say? It's a really nice pair. There was something I was gonna. That's why those. Uh, that's why I'm impressed with those fearless, those black fearless Jordan highs that are on sale right now. On, oh yeah, on sneakers. 
the Zoom ones. Not only do I bet you are they comfortable because they have Zoom, but I think they look pretty cool. And they have like this iridescence where if it's if it's dark, they have it. They have like this weird hue. Yeah. Uh, but they're just sitting. Like I, I feel like it's it's because they're all black or something. Or like the, the the iridescent color isn't actually that appealing to people. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I wish I could buy those. Well, I think right now when it comes to like the the buying of Jordans, because the materials look nice too. I don't think anyone wants to buy anything that's not going to get them an instant recognition and clout. Right. I feel like that's like the problem, right? Yeah, now. those have no those have no clout. They carry no clout. But that's a whole other conversation. Because I think like... Right now, I, I think right now is a weird time for sneakers because it's the end of the year. So everybody's been buying sneakers all year long. Yeah. And like it's going into holiday where we're like buying gifts from people. The Bread 11s are coming out, which are going to be a massive release where right. a lot of sneaker people are going to want to go buy those and yeah. like are preparing to buy those or even like double up, you know? Oh, so yeah. So I feel like it's going to be tough for sneakers coming out right now. No one's sort of buying a sneaker right now that they're just like, they're feeling, but they know no one cares about. You know what I mean? Yeezy, Yeezy has come out with like so many different sneakers that it's hard to even tell. Like, which one am I supposed to be hype about? I don't even know. That's what you're thinking about. Ye- I think Yeezy's finally hit a saturation point, which is good for any sneaker. For any new, like, style sneakers, yeah. hit that saturation point where it's like, yeah, there's a million different ways that you can get this shoe now. And it's a staple of fashion where people, like, still want them and are going to go buy them. I would argue that the three, if the superstar is the Air Force One of Adidas, then the Yeezy... Of oh, Nike, you of, No, or, like... If, oh, the, super, the Adidas superstar. Yeah. Right, right, right. Then I would say the Yeezy is the Air Jordan 1. The Yeezy 350 yeah. is the Air Jordan 1. Yeah. of adidas and i say that because like all the jordan ones that have come out this year you know some of them are hype some of them aren't whatever 350s have been you know the last what two years they've been like pumping out yeah and they've been sort of like you know this one's really cool that one's not yeah and the most resale you've got some of these recent ones are you know maybe 25 30 percent profit on it yeah my, is, with a couple of exceptions. A couple of seconds. They started dropping the reflective pair with every release now. And they released like a couple thousand pairs of reflective ones. Yeah. And so those go for like triple retail cost still. If you look on StockX. I right. Bet you, but you gotta look at recent sales too though. Because sometimes they just like. I mean look at like the Citroens and the Cloud Whites are the least hype Yeezys this year. The least hype Yeezy 350s. Oh, hell yeah. I bet Easy. you the reflective ones are going for 500 plus. So that's double. Yeah. I will say, though, like, now that you have, like, all these different... If you... if you, I don't know if you look at the Easy website or the Easy Supply website, but there's some 700s coming out that have, like, 700 in print on the side. And it, it makes me wonder, is, is Adidas in control of some of the design now and not entirely Kanye? I don't know. Is is Jordan Jordan's not designing sneakers? No. Right. No. Uh, but he, he, he never put, was. There's a really cool story about the uh, the Jordan three actually when they did the like Tinker Tinker's first Jordan. Yeah, because Tinker when the Tinker like remix ones came out. Yeah. Uh, he tells this story. Which ones are those? The ones with the swoop on them, basically. The oh yeah yeah. The black ones and then the ones that have the removable swoosh. Yeah, then like the, the Justin Timberlake. Those ones. are those are nice and did not were not hype. And yeah. I think those are really nice. Those red and white like Air Max slash. Air Max color ones. Yeah. yeah, I'm really happy those sat because I'm definitely gonna snag a pair once I get my gift card. 
bouquet in for Christmas. You're going to get those red and white ones? Yeah. But yeah oh, those, right away. Those are I've been wanting those for a minute, but I don't want to spend full price on them. Yeah, that's the, price, that's the thing. But, uh, so Tinker Hatfield was like, Jordan was already mad at night because he, like, hurt his ankle in the Jordan 2. He hated the Jordan 2. Oh, really? Jordan 2 is, like, a dark period of Jordan's career, kind of. Really? Yeah, there's, like, a whole thing about it. So It's not he, just the sneaker itself. There's, a, there's, there's actually a cultural reason. There. So interesting. They go into a meeting and you know Jordan's got you know, he says what's on his mind. Tinker's like kind of nervous. About Tinker had never been involved before, right? With the Jordans, no, right? Yeah, he no. was like an architect. Well, he worked on like the Air Max. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, so he's like, well, what if I just designed the shoe and put the Nike logo as little as possible on it? So we put it on the back tab. They designed the shoe that worked well and it supported his ankle that was healing or whatever. And Jordan was just so like comes in with his attitude and sees that the Nike logo was kind of on the ass on the shoe and he's like, I'm, I'm good. This is nice. Yeah. And it's like that was what <laughs> impressed him. Did the original three had had the Jumpman logo on the tongue? Uh, no, the original threes had the Nike Air on the back. There was no Jumpman logo on it. On the tongue though? On the tongue? Maybe. What was on the wrist? Can you look it up? Yeah, let's find out. What was on the tongue on the OG? Because my Mocha 3s have a Jumpman on the back, and then it says Air under the Jumpman. And then on the on the tongue it says, and there's a Jumpman. So I know, I know, and I know that's not original because they're not even an original colorway. But I don't know otherwise. Otherwise, I feel like also... I see a lot of original colorway Jordan 3s, I feel like. I feel I see a lot of black cement and white cement Jordan 3s. Yeah, you'd have the Jumpman on the front. Just on the tongue. Just on the tongue. Yeah, that's an OG colorway right there. What is that, white cement right there? Yep. And that's the black cement on top. Yeah. And when you look at it, it's like a, it's like a mid shoe. Yeah. But it looks kind of like a low. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing that bugs me out about the 3 that I love so much about it is that like, yeah... It, the three and the four, they are technically, I think, mid-length shoes, but they could be lows. They still, I feel like they look more like high tops than lows to me. They're not like a Jordan 1 high top. Right. That look, that's like really high. It looks really high. Yeah. For a sneaker. Or like the Blazers look really high. I yeah. Like. When I think high, I usually think super, super high. I don't like the air raids from uh, White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, like when I think high, I think like it's got a solid like it's got a solid what inch over your ankle. Like, like the uh, the weatherproof Air Force ones yeah. that have a giant fucking top. Which I know is in factually incorrect for me to think that, but I tend to think that about highs. Yeah. All right. So anyway. mid sneaker purchases. Yeah, yeah. This next one's gonna be kind of tough. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite? Hype purchase. So non-sneaker related purchase. Doesn't yeah. have to be necessarily super hype. But something that you bought this year that you flex and you feel like it's yours and you really you own it. Okay, so I this this one is tough is is both tough for me because I don't buy a lot of hype clothes. Uh since I, I didn't really talk about myself more than my sneaker purchasing earlier uh, when we were introducing. Um, Yeah, so getting, like, people are getting out of work. Yeah, so it's the rush hour ones. What time is it right now? Oh my god, it's four o'clock. Um, 
So I don't buy a lot of hype clothes. So I, I definitely buy clothes. Okay. So I think, <coughs> uh, let's see, let's see. Okay. So I bought a pair of, uh, uh we're just going to talk about clothes we bought. No, it doesn't be a clothes. Like it, it could be like an accessory or anything. Oh man. Like a new wallet, watch, watch band, glasses. Um, okay, so I have a watch that, that I'm wearing it right now. It's a Citizen Eco Drive. It's a very simple Japanese movement watch. And I've had it since my wife and I got married. It was a wedding gift that I picked on myself from her father, who actually passed away three days after we got married. That's a whole other story altogether. Oh, wow. Um, but the, the steel mesh band, the clasp of the band, started irritating my skin on my wrist. So much so that I had to stop wearing it, and I, I I stopped wearing it. Waited a couple months, put it on one day, and it, the the day I put it on after months of not wearing it, it it broke my wrist out in a rash. So I started buying nylon bands, and there's a couple of uh, bands I got from a website called Cinti okay. that makes like simple woven nylon watch bands, but okay. the the nylon's really nice. I can switch them out on my on my watch very easily, which I like a lot. Nice. Uh, that's a, an easy way to like add some some pop additional color. pop of color with my color blocking with my outfit every day. Um, I also I have a I have a, a really simple champion sweatshirt that's just like a solid blue like heather, mm. and it it barely has logo. It's got like a little patch that says like champion originals, and it's got a little. Uh, like off white color or like sail white colored like embroidered C on the sleeve and that's it. Okay. And it goes with everything. Nice. Yeah. That's a good pickup. Yeah. Good. And then I have a I have like a berry purple colored champion sweatshirt also that I got from my sister for my birthday that is is just a really nice color and I get a lot of compliments. Okay. Yeah, crew neck sweatshirts are like my favorite thing this year. Crew necks are hot. Yeah. Crew are hot man. Yeah, that's right. I, Looking forward to adding a black uh, crew neck with white white uh, white ink white ink on it because I feel like it'll go with my wardrobe. I wonder where I'm gonna get one of those. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I gotta get the screen in first. Yes, that has been the hardest. No thing. rush, no rush. Uh, a side note here is that I have a I have a special projects brand that I I screen print with, and Charlie was one of my pre order customers. Just a small plug. Small plug. I'm not. I'm not gonna super plug it out. No, no. It's, it's a small projects brand, really, for me to just to like force myself to actually work on something to do creative work. Yeah, because uh, everyone likes making stuff. Make a couple, make a couple bucks. Ah, I didn't really. I want to just be able to sustain itself, so I don't have to take money away from my house. You know, it just that's what I love about screen printing on my own, as opposed to having someone else do it. Is I use the stuff I have. Yeah. And I have a crap ton of supplies. It just, I don't have any way to burn a screen, so. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, cool. <clears throat> I would say my favorite hype purchases is probably pretty tough to figure it out. Have you purchased brand, brand names that would fit into a hype category, like clothing made by Supreme? You like the, the hidden characters? Gear, you've got a couple things, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, so Alex, our mutual friend, friend of the podcast, Alex. Let's only refer to him as friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Alex. Friend of the podcast, friend of, Alex. friend of the podcast, Justin. Uh, they that's how we'll introduce when they're special guests. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. Uh, so he wears a lot of hidden 
characters he, lo- he loves it and he's like close to like one of the architects of hidden characters and i really love like their their logo their logoed hoodie it's just it's dope uh and shout out to hidden character chicago you like that you like the hidden font yeah i like i love how it works and so i got one hoodie that was really really cool during black friday and it just it was good no wait it was before black friday the black with the lightning bolts yeah that's before black friday because wearing that thanksgiving uh i forgot when i got that. that that's a nice hoodie i like it a lot and it's just like that you can feel the stitching on it but I wouldn't say that's my favorite hype purchase. It's one of my favorites. I just started wearing hidden stuff recently. Um, and I don't know if this even counts as a hype purchase. Um, but one of my favorite things I bought this year are my White Sox jerseys. Uh, and it's because I love the White Sox. I've been going to a lot more games this year. I became a White Sox fan over the last three years. And every jersey I've bought has been secondhand. Like from so I got start, one on Grail for like twenty five bucks, and that's my Corneco jersey. And then I have like a so I just reached Following over. Corneco. I've got a Corneco uh, pinstripe jersey that I got off of Grail. It's got like a little cigarette ash hole in it, so someone was clearly wearing it while smoking, which is my favorite thing in the world. This exact one right here. Yeah, I wore that to my bachelor oh, party. Right there. Uh, <laughs> oh no problem for twenty bucks. Hell yeah! Right. Uh, I brought a, a a Lowry one at uh like garage sale they were having there like they're selling off jerseys of old players. Yep. And then I bought another Corneco one out of nowhere. It's like an All Star Weekend one or something like that. I bought it at Salvation Army for like five bucks and just and each I just I love them. I it's my favorite purchase because like my wife and I have been she her family is like baseball. They love baseball. Is she from here? And. Honestly, their love of baseball is really infectious, and so part of like when I joined their family, getting married in, is like I really started to love baseball. Yeah. And those jerseys, like every time I wear them, I just feel like, man, I've grown as a person. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they, those are my favorite. I, and yeah, it represents uh, uh, it represents a feeling that you have in your life more than just of being a baseball jersey and clothing that you wear. Yeah, it's a, it's, I love that. It feels good. I love that. <laughs> Alright. So this hoodie I'm wearing actually, so this is actually this is a hoodie that my wife got as a gift from her brother in law. Not her brother, or not her brother in law, her actual brother. Probably more than a decade ago. And it's just a crappy like Reebok Bears hoodie. Uh, for those who can't see, since this is a podcast, you're mostly just listening. Uh, <laughs> it's just an all white Bears jersey with printed Bears Bears in, in text across the chest. But I keep it other than a couple of like grease stains that are probably from carrying a pizza or something at some point in this in this hoodie's life, right in the right yeah. in the middle of the stomach. It's like really bright white. And it goes good with my Jordan threes, my Mocha Jordan. 3s. I thought I thought it was new, honestly. No, I, was like, I love this hoodie. It's like big and warm. It it's it's a good hoodie. That's yeah. the thing. That's what that's what's so cool about the level of hype now. Right now, it's like, especially with the resale store rides. You know, yeah, the consignment stores is like. Now, because no one wants to pay, like, crazy prices to get, you know, their Champion Supreme hoodie, <clears throat> we get back to basics, and you find these really dope things, like like a like a Bears hoodie yeah. that just wears well and is timeless, you know? Yeah. That, I, that's what I feel like about, about clothes. Like, I can't justify... For some reason, it's different to spend a lot of money on a pair of sneakers than a pair of pants or, like, a shirt. Yeah. Like, a ridiculous amount of money. I feel like... 
most people, large majority of people, would, would need a new pair of sneakers, and they'll they'll go to Famous Footwear, or they'll like look at Zappos.com, yeah, and they'll buy something that is like kind of what they want to look for something that's on sale for like sixty bucks right. or less, you know, or like eighty bucks or less. So if if we're taking if we're taking like eighty ish dollars as like what most people would pay for a pair of sneakers, I think like a, like double that, like one sixty and up, is kind of like a lot of money to spend on a pair of sneakers. Yeah, and I don't think I spent that much on half the sneakers I bought this year. So if I bought ten pairs this year, I think my my Jordans were on sale. My my Mocha's. Yeah, I, I bought a couple pair of Ultra Boosts this year that were both either with a discount with our with our you know thirty percent off, right, or with like a sale. Uh, my Blazers were. Hundred ten dollars, hundred five dollars. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it's, we, it's different to spend two hundred twenty dollars on a pair of Yeezys than it is to sp- that I will keep clean and not wear every day. So it'll last a long time, the last like several years of wear, you know. Yeah. Where if I get a, a garment like a pair of pants that I really like, I don't care who says not to wash your denim, but I gotta wash my fucking pants. Excuse my language because. <laughs> You know, we we ride the train where it's just like oh yeah, it's a dirty smelling. city. It's, it's a like dirty we're, city. In a, we're in a big city. The air is filled with car exhaust. Yeah. So just a couple wears, you smell like dirt air. You know? Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have a favorite garment and wear it and a year it and wash it a bunch, it's gonna be like put to shit in like a year or two. Yeah. So a pair of sneakers is generally gonna last longer, I think. But then if you spend a lot of money on a pair of on a pair of pants, it's a really expensive pair of pants. John Elliott sweatpants that cost two hundred fifty dollars. And you're gonna spill spaghetti on it, you know. Is but is it right? Is that pair of sweatpants gonna last longer or? They're not. They're usually like not gonna like this. I I bought a Bape jacket, a Bape Adidas track jacket, like two years ago. Yeah. And maybe like a year and a half ago. You loved it. You wore the shit out of it, right? Oh yeah. And then I sold it for like three hundred bucks, which oh. is oh, that's not what I was expecting you to say. No, but like I wore it a lot. And someone thought that even very much worn that much, they were gonna spend three hundred bucks on. Yeah. That's like, I paid. I want to say two, like one eighty for it. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, dude. I mean, hey, one, thanks for the money, but like, you're just gonna wear it more, and it's not gonna get better with age. You know right. what I mean? It doesn't. And I, I feel the same way. Like, I don't buy pants or jeans that are more than forty bucks. And that's probably yeah. Yeah. Like Levi released their tapered jean collection. Yeah. I bought like the tapered jeans I'm wearing right now from Amazon for like twenty bucks. Yeah. It, uh, Levi wanted like one sixty total or something. Like some oh. crazy amount. Like, oh, even even Levi's though. I I buy them when they're on sale at like the outlet store and uh, yeah. in Rosemont or whatever. So you get them if you you know they'll do a deal where if you buy three pairs you get them twenty percent off or something. Yeah. So it's like. It's like literally like forty dollars a pair. Yeah, I wouldn't see the. I think with tops too. The hard thing for me with tops is there'll be like a hoodie I really like or a crew neck I really like, but it's gotta be really well done. You know what I mean? But like I wouldn't. You know, no offense to like a Code Wall or Balenciaga or Vetments, right. any of those guys. Is that God? Your clothes have no purpose, and they don't look all that warm. And I really hate going into Nordstrom Rack just to, or not Nordstrom Rack. Sorry. I really going into Nordstrom just to get profiled, just to buy a six hundred dollar jacket. I'm not doing that. Oh, Maybe man. me at like twenty two. Is that, that is that as a black man? You mean yeah, getting profiled in a department store. Oh yeah, I don't know if you can tell from this podcast I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
episode of Blood with. Hi, I'm Marcus. I'm an African American male. <laughs> this is Kicks and Tell. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all those brands like that, like I don't feel the need to buy them for that reason. Like yeah. even like uh like uh was it CDG like Como de Garçon like none of that is worth the cost to me. It's like weird Asian techwear, right? Yeah. Kind of, or is it contour? I don't know. Weird fits. I don't, I have to admit, I don't really know what their clothes look like. I only know this, the converse, you know, of we'll, the sneakers. We'll do a whole podcast for that. I feel like we can almost split this into like two episodes. Where, yeah, we're, uh, we're probably an hour and a half plus. Yeah. Alright, so, next one up. Let's, yeah. let's do. Wait, did you say what your favorite? clothing purchase was this year? Yeah, it was the, the White Sox. Oh, the jerseys. Right, right, jerseys. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Another it. one. Uh, let's see. I'm going to let some time pass because I probably cut a little bit of jargon out. Yeah. Alright, so another uh, end of the year review. Brand of the year. Now, Charlie, you're pretty new to the game. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming like brand names are probably not super like with it, mm-hmm. let me throw some brand names at you, mm-hmm. and see which ones like they stick to the wall. You recognize it, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I can, I can think of this. Palace. Yeah, I recognize. Okay, but uh, did they? I don't know if I recognize that. I heard they came out with a lot of like really popular clothes that were really like hot. You know, not like Kith. You know. Okay, well, that's the next one, Kith. Yeah, and I've heard of Kith, of course. Kith's had a dynamite year. Yeah, they've, they've had a couple clothing releases. Like, they, I think people were, like, f- murdering each other to get to the top of the line in Japan during their last Kith drop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Their, their winter collection, it's, like, a lot of floral work. I, this was my year of floral. I love floral stuff. And Did you buy some floral? Oh, yeah, I bought a lot of floral stuff. I bought okay. floral shirts from Express. I bought a floral tie. Okay. Uh, I could not get the floral sweatshirt prints prints are like in style like yeah. prints like not like patterns like like woven patterns more like prints are in style yeah, yeah. well because it's like wallpaper it's like yeah. wallpaper goes out of style and everyone's like well, wallpaper's back yeah yeah but <laughs> don't put wallpaper up on my room that's all i'm saying never uh but they've had a lot of big releases a lot of cool things that have just like like collab like the coca-cola collab was cool it kind of was funny to me because Coca had two collabs this year with streetwear brands that I come to mind. One was Diamond Supply, mm-hmm. other one was Kith, and I feel like Kith was just so quick. What did Kith make? Like T-shirts? Uh, Converse, Coca Cola, Kith Converse. Yeah, and uh, T-shirts. They did, like you know their signature hoodie. Right. Uh, it, there's some cool stuff. You check it out. Okay. Um, cool. But Ronnie Feig and Kith have been on a tear. It's not new. I don't think so because I feel like Kith did what all great streetwear brands do, which is build an unstoppable hype in their communities. Yeah. And Kith is New York. Like, they're very much a New York brand. Yeah. At least, at least my understanding is every time I see Kith advertisements online, they're for New York. I think, I like Kith's, uh, I like Kith's approach to style, too. I, I think the, uh, like, cl- the clean look, like, a lot of, uh, texture you know like subtle texture so like the what comes to mind when i think of kith like the first thing that pops into mind are like the ultra boost collaborations that are like uh interesting all right guys thanks for tuning in to the first episode of kicks and tell 
Uh, Charlie and I had a really fun time recording the first episode. So much fun. In fact, we forgot to record an outro. So thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Kicks and Tell Podcast, all one word. Uh, we're also going to be posting the podcast on SoundCloud and Bandcamp, and hopefully in the future have it on the Apple Podcast app as well. But uh, take care. Thanks for listening, and uh, catch you on the flip side.